Welcome to High School Might Suck, the podcast where we talk about the ins and outs of high schools. I'm your host, Isaiah Easter, and today it is February 6th, 6th, yes, Monday, February 6th. It is 3.10 a.m., and I'm just uh, busting this one out because we got to get back into it. What it has it been a month since we announced uh, the comeback? And uh, I didn't do much with that, obviously, and that's why we're here. Um, not sure how long this one will be. It might be a shorter episode, but it's just me, myself, chilling in the in my room, trying to get a, a couple a little podcast in. Um, right before uh, school, what do we have? Uh, got a late start in the morning, so maybe that'll. I'll get myself enough sleep. I slept most of the day, most of today, with a uh, just tired from homecoming. Which now that I think about it, I actually didn't get in back from homecoming night until three thirty. Like I actually walked in my house at three thirty a.m., which is ridiculous. Um, so yes, if you're listening from outside of Ileana. Then, yes, we just recently had our homecoming, uh, not because of anything weird uh, in this year specifically, but always we have homecoming um, during basketball season because football, you know, we don't have it, uh, nor should we. We would probably suck real bad. So <laughs> it's a good thing that we only have um, basketball, which props to the guys, actual homecoming night, we freaking won that gosh dang game you know how hype i am like i was beyond hype um (laughs) so uh me being on a homecoming court and being on top of this platform so if you weren't there if you don't go to my school it's so there's a uh there's all the people who are in the loud crowd are sitting on the opposite side and they're sitting on uh on bleachers that go up like um to the to like the second story and everything so it's a large space and then on the opposite side, there's the guest and the alumni and the, uh, like, parents sit over there for homecoming or whatever. Well, the alumni do, not really the parents, but. And then uh, where they take the score. So these are two opposite sides of the court. And up there, we build, like, a platform for the homecoming court. And they sit there, and they watch the game from there. And sometimes they lead chants and stuff, which we kind of sucked at. But because um, the loud crowd doesn't listen to us. Literally, we put up the the thing like like a good a good i'm not gonna like exaggerate too hard i'll try to get a fair estimate we put it up there a good 12 times you guys listen like maybe three okay three out of like 12 kept on trying to sing happy birthday luke um you know because we got that one uh, request to do that but wouldn't work out because nobody would listen when we tried to get it plus it was just awkward how we tried to shove it in there but Whatever. Um, we kind of got it, kind of didn't. But uh, I don't even know what I was tra- what my point was when I was when I bring this up in the first place. Oh, uh, I was talking about how hype how hype it was or whatever. And so, for me, from from my perspective up there on the top, you know, I'm seeing how the loud crowd game is going, and we're. It felt like it felt very odd because you wanted to. Uh, you, you felt like you were in a microscope, like you couldn't do anything odd or weird or. Or out of the ordinary, otherwise you felt like uh, somebody would somebody is looking at you at some point, so you you would just uh, get caught and uh, ridiculed. I guess I don't know. 
But anyways, um, that that's how that felt there. But as the game progressed on, um, you know, it the guys the guys were up by up pretty much the whole game. Did did they ever lose the lead until like the fourth quarter? I don't know. Somebody will probably fact check me on that. But we had the lead majority of the game. Then finally, RB finally caught back up. RB, a fantastic team. We haven't ever beat them before this time. Caught caught back up, got the lead. We got it back. Yada yada yada. Fourth quarter, few you know minutes left. Then a few seconds left, and once once it was it was literally so hype at one point that me and uh, Christian, who was another guy on the court, were literally like about to lose our crap he was jumping up and down on the thing i was my eyes widened as the guy hit the three to uh to to make the score within one. Oh my goodness it was <sighs> probably the most stressful uh thing ever f- for watching an iliana game Th- again because uh, thank you boys because we hadn't won other than usa night um, USA night, we hadn't won a home game, uh, a loud crowd game, excuse me. Um, so I, I, the fact that it was homecoming in RB was legit the hypest thing in the world. So the game goes down, the thing goes uh, down. I'm like, yo, uh, to the girls, cause they're in these long dresses and some of them are in heels and crap. I'm like, yo, so if we win, then I'll run down, you know, to the to the bleachers. Whatever. I'll help you down so that we can get in. Because obviously, Ileana was going to storm the court. There was no doubt about it. And so, you know, luckily we win. Ball goes down. Everybody starts storming the court. And I run down, grab the girls, and they're running down. Uh, one comes after the other. They are taking the longest amount of time to get down these steps. And I think Kayla falls. And <laughs> uh, one of the girls, she, she falls. She falls in her dress. And then uh, Juliana was taking like I said ages to get down the the thing and we finally got them all down run inside the thing and there's sweaty bodies all over us and our and our clothes and stuff like that but I didn't even care at that point it just was such a fine fantastic moment I was just like yo we literally I was for like 20 minutes I sat I stood in that gym with hype and all just like yo this just went down um so I mean, I'm I'm beyond happy that we won that game. Um, and and it's a it could have been the perfect cap to the season, but we got one more game this upcoming week that they better win. I'm literally, oh, I'm staying yawn there, man. I'm literally so gonna be so mad if uh if we don't win that last game. Because this is our last, this is my that's my last loud crowd game ever, of well of Ileana. Depending on the college I go to, if I go to Columbia, which is um, Columbia College, Chicago, they don't have like teams or whatever. I don't think or like sports teams. They might, but not. It's really not. It's like low key. It's like super low key if there's a thing. And uh, I definitely won't. It won't be an experience like here. But if I go to, like, a big school like USC or something like that, then I would have, like, this times 10 for, like, football or something like that. Those stadiums are huge. Have you have you ever seen those stadiums? Like, a, a University of Southern California stadium is crazy ginormous. There's thousands upon thousands of people in these stands. 
with this with red and red and yellow and it's just my goodness football games i mean there's parties and uh what do they call that man i'm gonna look like an idiot if i don't remember this word uh what's the word for like you know you're preparing for the football game and you're everybody's in the parking lot and they're i can't think of it okay so there's we'll just call it pregame or whatever because that's the term used similarly so there's thousands upon thousands of uh people you know at the game and then there's a bunch of yawning probably because it's late but whatever um there's a bunch of people uh you know in their parties and grilling and everything and doing their you know pregame drinking and stuff like that um it's just amazing how many different spawns of like uh people show up at that that game i mean to see that many people in general like football football games in general like or any any gathering like that when especially especially sports is the first thing you think of when it comes to that but that many people in one space it's kind of hard to fathom because it's like my goodness there's like uh what like I don't what how how many does Soldier Field uh, hold? How many people? I don't know. I don't feel like fact checking it right now either. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> um, so yes, that was an excellent part of the night. Then we went to uh, Praise Crowd, which um, since I go to a Christian school, uh, Ileana, so we um, there uh, after you know the loud crowd games, we have loud uh, after the loud crowd, you have Praise Crowd which is orchestrated by a, a committee who um, uh, they sing songs and of praise and worship. And then you have uh, often it's testimonials. And um, also you'll have uh, Mr. David's one of our, uh, one of our um, teachers uh, speak and he'll, uh, he'll, he'll, you know, give a little message or whatever um, that, which it was excellent this time. Um, there was a lot of the test. There wasn't really a testimonial this time. Well, I guess, I guess what they call it, cardboard testimonials. There was that, which was really cool. I mean, I was there for like ten years. Um, I was I was there for a long time because I didn't think I leave there left there till like eleven o'clock at night, eleven thirty possibly. And so, um, and it started it started really late though because the game went really late. But anyways, um, yeah. So those that was beautiful. I mean, people were. People were getting real, real in it that time, and it it felt really good. Um, a lot of it felt really community oriented. Um, people were already hyped from the game and ready to just enjoy themselves at Praise Crowd. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, cardboard testimonial thing is really cool. So I, if you weren't there, this is kind of how it went. So um, Praise Crowd first like showed did it first so that we could understand. But while we were singing the song to the back end of it. People would write on one thing, on one side of the thing. It would be like uh, something that you struggle with, or a burden that's on your on you, or something like that. And then you, and then you would turn around, and the other side would be why that thing doesn't matter, or not necessarily doesn't matter, but why that thing isn't. Um, it doesn't have to hold me, but hold me down. Uh, and it would be something pertaining to God. Um, or Jesus just being in your life or whatever. So I thought I thought that was really cool. Um it's a really cool idea. I think they've done it before. Um I don't remember specifically. It just it felt familiar, but I 
that time it was really impactful for a lot of people and uh, a lot of people stayed there to just talk and commune I mean people were crying that night man I mean eyes were flooded with tears and I'm like a I'm not a super uh, intense crier when it comes to pain physical pain physical pain I don't react like, to crap um, I barely react to physical pain emotional pain um mm, kind of I'm a I am I a sympathetic crier sometimes I think I'm a sympathetic crier yeah I think I'm a sympathetic crier if I see somebody crying it it makes me want to cry but I'm not sure if I actually do it yeah I'm not sure I think I if I if I have context and I see some, some and I see someone cry then I'll cry then I'll then I'll feel it for sure and, and possibly cry. So if there's like you know a reason behind it or something like that, then it makes sense. I don't know. Um, and yeah, I mean literally everybody was just doing that, which is awesome. I feel like even in like this, um, I'm gonna get a little deep here. <laughs> even in this <laughs> um, conservative and like um, very uh, environment and stuff like that, where uh, <clears throat> often. Oftentimes, uh, gender roles are still uh, highly, um, highly. Uh, uh, what what word do I want to use? Huh. It, they're they're highly specified that I can use that. They're highly specified in, in like a conservative environment often, and to see that you know uh, everybody was participating and everybody was still a. Uh, wanting to not everybody but a lot of people were still showcasing themselves and being open especially when i when i say that i'm specifically talking to uh men because and and boys i guess you can say because we often feel like um we don't have to show our emotions or we have to hide our emotions or be tough all the time and yada 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 and i think that that was really really cool that to see uh, so many people be open and praying with each other and um really um caring for one another um, when it came to uh, this, and that's like I said, that's really a, a liberal view. Often to see, like, to talk about how, like, yeah, guys can cry and guys can like um, be emotional or be in touch with their emotions. You know, I feel like I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but in my experience, that isn't really talked about in a more conservative community or or uh, air behind it. So that's so I just think that's cool that that I could see more people be open about themselves and uh, open about their emotions because, and just to get into this a little bit, um, that's one of my main things that I, I'm want to really work with, with guys is like, um, you, you know, it, it mainly why I want to work with, with guys is because I want to work on it with myself is being in touch with your emotions, being a person who is, is able to, to, control themselves and, and 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 commune with other people in, in a civil way is really important i mean not even we can go into the romantic relationships part of that because that's gonna run that part of your life is how do you communicate how do you uh utilize self-control and um not in displaying your anger specifically for uh males and your and your frustration or simply your uh, your love and your care or or your sadness and and or, or not quite depression but your sadness or your or your solemn you know like it's important to obviously do that in your romantic relationships but just in general you know it 
your emotions are so, you know, uh, they waver so often and they're such a, such a key part of your life that it's important not to just throw them to the side um, and just operate robotically and um, without feeling, you know? Um, So I, (laughs) so (laughs) yeah, I guess that's my spiel on that. But anyways, I just thought that was cool to see that that wasn't, that, that uh, I need to be a manly man and whatever. So have you is, wasn't, really prevalent wasn't the uh the main thing on on most guys minds there from what i saw it could have been i don't know anyways yep that was our homecoming night but then the next day you know you got saturday uh february 4th our homecoming dance Ooh, the night where guys spend lots of money only kidding not really but yes <laughs> that's the night um where you know the the actual festivities go on and all the uh, girls usually once again not trying to put anybody in a corner but usually the girls typically are in love with this night um and the guys uh, shell out their wallets for them because guys uh will do anything for uh, women as long as uh, the woman likes them back fact girls and listen I'm talking talking to you for a second here. Literally, you can do anything, or not do anything, but you can get anything you want. And I'm not saying do this. That's not. I'm not promoting things. I'm not saying hey, you know, use anything. I'm not saying you know, do anything. I'm saying hey. In reality, guys are so dumb that as long as you, you know, do a little. Hey, hey, I like you. Ooh, but and then play a little hard to get. And it's just like, ooh, I like you. And then I'm make, showing you mixed signals and yada yada yada. If you do that crap, at least for the very beginning, like I'm talking about for a good two seconds, you know, then, uh, then you can get pretty much anything you want out of a guy because we're we're dumb and we'll just fall into those traps. And then guys, um, literally, don't be dumb, <laughs> like, uh. I don't know what I'm talking about, but the, like what I'm saying is, guys, if somebody's messing around, and this is directed at everybody now, if somebody's messing around with you, like just call them, call them out. Just be like, "Yo, what what's the dealio? Are we going? Are we going here, there, everywhere? Always be like upfront about yourselves. Be like, "Yo, uh, this is what I want out of this," and that's about it. You know, stop messing with people's emotions. Like I, I, that's probably. Going back to like emotions and stuff, like that's one of my pet peeves is just uh like passive and like uh non confrontation about stuff that's kind of been, like it's pretty important, you know. When when you literally like let things ride and let things like lay, it's super frustrating, super annoying. I absolutely cannot stand that at all. Because when you just let stuff like build under the rug and stuff, or or. Or if you just let yourself just drag on to something that you don't even know where it's going, that is just um, really, it's really just uh, hard on yourself. Like, it's a lot of work to be playing those mind games on yourself, and you're spending a lot of time and a lot of energy on stuff that isn't necessary. So, little tip of the day is uh, be confrontational about stuff. You don't have to be harsh or, or rude. You can 
just talk about it in a real way and ask for truth and answers, not uh, stupidity. So, girls, yes, you can use that stuff. Please don't, because it's uh, annoying. But, uh, but guys, if they do, uh, just don't be dumb. You know, don't fall into those traps. Uh, fact. Anyways, Saturday, um, my morning started off with me going to work. Um, I worked a couple, worked a little party. It was a million little kids had to climb on gym. That was annoying as heck. But hey, you know, you live life, you learn life, you live life, you learn it. Um, no, those kids weren't actually that bad. Now that I think about it, they, they kind of, they listened. It was just annoying because we belayed, which is, you know, me on the other side of the rope and the other people climbing. Belaying is the, as the, uh, life support part. So I was, um, belaying for like two hours straight and that was really annoying. Um, but I built up a decent amount of calluses over the, over the year and a half now. Hmm. Been working there for a little while, but anyways, over the year and a half. And so it doesn't really hurt my fingers anymore, but it's just frustrating. You're just sitting, you're, I mean, you're just standing there trying to be like happy with kids and stuff. It's not always kids. But when it is, it's not, maybe I'd say half the time it's kids, maybe a little more than half, but when it is, it's just like, ugh. and ugh, sometimes kids are so annoying. Sometimes kids are cool as heck, though. When kids are cool as heck, then it's so fun. Or when kids try, I've said this before on my gosh dang podcast, but when kids try or you teach your kid to try, that's my favorite thing. Don't teach your kid to just give up on stuff. That's annoying as heck. Moving on. So I did that for a little while. Then I came home. And I was resting, trying to, you know, prepare. Then I started getting dressed and I got dressed. I started getting dressed like three, three fifteen and had to leave my house around three forty five. So like that's already that's like messed up, huh? Like girls, you have to get dressed and, and figure out your stuff like literally all day. I mean, not literally all day, but like for a few hours minimum, you know, like that's pretty weak. The fact that you have to get that, that it takes you that long to do stuff, like I'm not a, I'm not about to like fight in any arguments over you guys and everything like, and but that's just, an I can't even imagine like you're all you're doing is preparing for hours, like that doesn't even I can't even like imagine that you're just you're just getting ready, you're not you're not doing anything I mean it's. I guess, like, what's your pastime, I guess? It's like, uh, you watch TV, you listen to music or something like that. I don't know, but wouldn't that get old after a while? Or Maybe I'll ask somebody. But, yeah, that just seems like, an, I, I, oh, my gosh, just so annoying, the fact that you have to get, that it takes you that long to get dressed. Um, But, yeah, so I'm 3.15, 3.30. I walk out of the door around 3.45, and I'm headed over to uh, Colette's house. Uh, I was... She was my date for this homecoming, and I headed over her house, and I was uh, running a little bit behind. I think I got there around four twenty, and we uh, took took our initial pictures, whatever, so have you, and moved over to uh, Smith's funeral home in Highland. Uh, once we got there, it was like a million and one people there, and lit. Okay, so we get there, and there's. There's like, there's a ton of parents, bunch of moms, majority of, of the people there. I think there were more moms than kids there almost. Like, there were moms coming from different area codes. 
like everybody's people's moms, their uh I say aunts, sorry to everybody who says aunts, but I say aunts. Okay, anyways. Everybody's aunts were there. Uh so so you know, there had to be like a million moms there. Um and then we're all we're all standing trying to take pictures and they're putting us in these uncomfortable positions and they're like no no stay 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 it's like you took at like six you all right cheryl you took like six photos okay calm down cheryl you're good you're good we're just trying to move or whatever and like (laughs) and then they're like no 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 um get the girls over here get the girls over here so we're all sitting in the most uncomfortable positions sit uh everybody's on their knees we can't figure out which need us which need to uh chill on because uh Homie on the right, on the right's knee, left knee hurts. Homie on the left, on the, on the, on the left, right knee hurts. And it's like, okay, guys, we, we all got bad knees. We're, we've been sitting in this one knee position for like a good, a solid three, three minutes. And we're like, all right, moms, you, you, you realize that you're not photographers. Like literally every mom, tell me why every single mom thinks that they are a straight up photographer. They're like, wait up. Wait, if the light's not right, the light's like, where did you take, where did you take your schooling? You, because you have the, because you have the money to get yourself a DSLR does not make yourself a photographer. It doesn't, it doesn't that I'm laying down the law. You just, because you can buy yourself a camera does not make you a photographer. Okay. So, you know, I'm not hating on, on the moms here. I'm just saying, I understand you want to get your pictures. Um, for some reason you want to have a thousand of them, uh, of the same you know, same couple seconds right right behind each other, but whatever. Um, but I'm not hating on you. I get it. You know, I'm, when I'm a, an adult uh, and have, well, I am an adult, but technically by the law. Anyways, when I am uh, and I'm a parent, you know, if I have kids, when I'm a parent, I'm going to do, you know, similar things probably. I'll probably be more the active dad who's like, yeah, I want to take pictures of my kids and whatever, but I'm, I be a little empathetic. I'm not going to be, I don't feel like being on my knee for 10 years waiting on you to take this picture that you already took a couple seconds ago. But for some reason, uh, you think that this one glare is incorrect or, or, uh, something, some, uh, bull crap you read on the internet about photography. I don't know. All I'm saying is that my, all moms do not automatically become photographers when they buy themselves a camera. That's all I'm saying. But mad respect for you moms. It's a hard job. Get it. So you leave there. And uh, by the way. Uh, planning this. Was a team effort. Uh, with my group. We had about 18 people. Nine of us are guys. And we worked. Hard. Uh, at least a, a solid. The core. Three, three of us. Me. Um, Micah and Max, two of my other friends, worked really hard on it to, you know, plan and organize and everything. Uh, shout out to Max who did, you know, some of the, uh, most of the reservations that we needed to do. And, uh, uh, everybody else, you know, we all spawned ideas and, uh, finally settled on some things. And our, my, my goal was when we, when we started the night was, uh, when we started planning this like three weeks ago, when we when we told that we were playing it, we walked into, I remember walking to school. It was a, uh, we had breakfast at school and we sat down on a table and the girl was like, 
uh, I don't feel like, I don't know, planning this is going to be so hard this year. I, I just, I'm just tired of planning stuff. And I was like, you know, listen. And I think they maybe, they even maybe shouted out the sentence, which was like, uh, maybe the guys should plan it this year. And I was like, yo, all right, listen. Listen, listen here. If the guys are planning it, y'all ain't going to know nothing. Y'all ain't have any say whatsoever. And I laid down the law that instant. I was like, nope. Dictatorship starts now. It, you know, as as time ran on, I didn't want it. I lessened it to be a dictatorship. But um, they were like, yeah, all right, all right. Trust you, whatever. I um, mean, that was already annoying as heck to keep it from them. But that was our goal was to keep it a secret. I kept on uh, getting in people's faces because it's nine dudes who I'm trying to trying to keep control. Because I'm telling you, this girl manipulation thing is a is a real thing. Literally, stuff kept leaking out because the guys are like, eh, "I'll tell you this, but I'm not going." I'm like, "No, guys, shut it down. Don't tell them nothing. You give no hints. You give no. Uh, they get no guesses. They get nothing. But listen, the guys, guys just can't handle it. As soon as the girls like just bats their eyes and it's just like, hey, um. But just tell me a little bit, <laughs> just just a little bit. You don't have to tell me the whole thing. I just want to know a little bit, you know. Just uh, I don't know. Just 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 to pique my interest. I mean, come on, like it shouldn't hurt. You won't spoil the whole thing. Just give me a little bit. But the guy and the guys are like, oh, I mean, I mean, I don't know. It's just, uh, I, I mean, I you got to keep it a secret, you know. Just a little. Just give me a little piece. You know, just a little bit. The guys are like, all right, all right. I'll just, it like, it goes downhill from there. Don't stop at the beginning. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Don't confirm. Don't deny. Like, the guy will think that he, this is my pet peeve. The guys will think that they're not spoiling anything when they're like, they're like, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. And this is basically the conversation that happened. The girl would be like, okay. Um, so are we going to dinner and like, um, I don't know. So let's say my plan was to go bowling afterwards. Let's just say that, that it was the, the girl would be like, Hey, so afterwards, like, are we going, uh, are we going to like some, uh, to do something, something to do? The guy would be like, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something to do or, okay. Just one more. Just give me one more hand. One more hand. Oh, whatever I'm, you can guess but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell you what it is and the, and the girl be like okay um are we going uh maybe are we going bowling <laughs> and the guy will be like uh i'm not saying we're not going bowling but uh uh and then he'll just he'll just leave it at that and he's like i didn't tell her dude i didn't tell i'm like yo dude just freaking just shut your mouth and don't t and don't say nothing that's how you keep secrets I hate how people just dance around around stuff like that. They're just like they're so eager to spoil stuff. Just shut your mouth, keep the secret. It'll be better at the end. So we kind of did that. People kind of me messed it up at the end while we were in the thing. They kept on spoiling the surprises as the night drew on, because the 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 plan was not only to keep it secret up until the day, but keep on surprising as we went along the night. So like I said, we went to dinner. We went. And to Crown Point, we went to Lucretia, which is a Italian restaurant, and I think it's like a house. Me and like me and my other homie, uh, shout out to Jake, we were chilling and we're like eating at the table. We're like, is this is this a house? It, I mean, it would be a very large house. Uh, don't get me wrong; it 
could have been a mansion or something, but like how it was built, the doorways and like the the rooms how they were set up, it felt straight up like a house. I wish I would have walked through more of it to actually like really figured out if that was a house or not, or asked a, a waiter or anything. But you know, it was it was a good time. I mean, we enjoyed ourselves. Um, we uh, left there. We came straight back to Ileana. Uh, went to uh, the dance, you know, took our pictures from friend. Uh, went to the dance, danced a little bit, left late from the dance around 1030. And our next move was to go downtown. Now, when we went downtown, we went to, we we carpooled. So we, hus- uh, people hustled in my car. Um, I had another, I had room for one other uh, group of people. Uh, so uh, Luke, Pospi, uh, who's been on the podcast before, and Annika, uh, his date, my friend, um, uh, walked in to our car, and we drove down to, uh, we drove down to Bar Siena, a place in a west in the West Loop of Chicago. It's pretty. It was pretty cool. Like actually, that was probably the coolest night part of the night for me. Was I mean it was the it was a dope bar, uh, two stories, and the DJ was Gigi was playing hit like that. That DJ was rocking it uh, in the bar, and we had dessert there, um, chilled with each other, just had a good good a time. Then this is where stuff started going to poop. Um, we uh, didn't get out there. We didn't get up there and actually seated until like eleven eleven fifteen, which was later than we even expect. We we wanted to be there at ten thirty, but we left the dance around ten twenty ten thirty, and then finally got seated. Well, it was, but it was a good thing because we had to wait anyway. But anyways, we finally got seated around eleven eleven fifteen. Ate dinner, ate dessert for like forty five to an hour. We didn't actually leave there until like twelve fifteen twelve twenty. We're looking everywhere for this freaking uh parking spot that we needed to go to to walk to our next place um and and nobody could find it for the life of us because there was like this automatic door that i've never seen in my entire life it was like a think of like a garage door like a like a two-door garage door and it and it was just gray on the wall of this random like alleyway alleyway downtown and like it wasn't like sketch or anything it was just like this alleyway that you just continually pass by but then the address was right on the wall we're like we read it we're like drive up to door it will automatically open and we're like oh shoot so we drive I've, I've never seen this in my life you just drive up and it automatically retracts up and we're like oh my gosh so we scan the thing walk in there i mean we're running late 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 i mean it's like a solid 11 i mean 1 15 in the a.m and we're so I, we finally start walking and we're walking down uh washington drive towards michigan um, once you get towards Michigan, that's where we were headed next to is to Cindy's. Did I pronounce that right? Finally, yeah, Sid, Sid, Cindy's. Because I keep on saying Sydney's, but it's Cindy's uh, rooftop. Uh, it's a hotel building, and then on the top, it's a it's a restaurant, which I'm going to go back to because of what happened. Is I mean, I'm like hustling in front of the group, trying to get everybody there, and we finally get there, and they're like up, and we're closed. Oh my gosh, like my heart dropped. I was so pissed. Like, I mean, it wasn't even 2 a.m. and they advertised that they're closed at 2 a.m., but they were already, like, the bar was already shut down, probably because it wasn't a huge busy night. I understand. I was just trying to plead with these dudes. I like looking at them through the glass the window like a freaking uh, uh, a puppy trying to get adopted. Like, my eyes were just, I was just so sad. I was just like, guys, come on. Like, 
please just let it let us in for like two minutes just look they would not they're not having it um no, I mean, they're all obviously just doing their job, trying to enforce the rules, trying not to get fired. But I was just so sad because we had planned for so long. We had worked so hard. And to just see that just cripple uh, and crumble was really, was really, really, really uh, sucky. But I, there was something I didn't acknowledge that happened on earlier in the night. But anyways, we, I don't, I'll come back to that. But anyways, we then, you know. Came back down, the guys got an Uber to drive back, grab the cars, come back, pick everybody up, and we headed on home. Uh, and like I said, I didn't get home until like 3.30. That's how long that night was. I mean, it was crazy. We had some other, other a couple other things planned, but it just, our time was just, uh, we were getting really pressed for time. But it's fine because um, apparently everybody, um, for the majority of the time, had a really good night. I mean, enjoyed each other, which... It's always a good thing. I'm just still like frustrated off off my uh, on ten right now because man, that was uh, something else. Trying to trying to plead with those people and trying to get everybody uh, to their place in time. But it's okay. I like I said, I'll go back there and see the gorgeous view that it is, and uh, probably eat something too. We were and uh, you know enjoy myself and probably with some other people there too, as well. But um, going back, right after we left the, and I don't know if he wants to share me this, but I'm going to share this, but I'm going to share it anyway. Um, Dylan, my friend, uh, Dylan Herman, uh, he was in our group. And when he, when we pulled off from Smith's funeral home, we're headed to dinner, which is like a solid 30, nope, a solid 20 away. Wait, 20, 30? It's a solid 20 away from where from where we first were. And like, not even two minutes in, right off, um, were we on 40? I mean, were we on 30? Anyways, right off, right off the, off the road, right off the bat, he gets, um, rear-ended by some random person in a car. And apparently she couldn't even speak English. She's, she only spoke Spanish. So he's just so he's stuck there. He didn't even have to. He didn't even come to dinner with us because he was stuck there trying to plead with this lady about like uh about like what was happening. Then the police had to get involved. Be okay. No, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a big deal. So <laughs> it wasn't a big deal. And so he was. He was gonna say, "Oh, we're just not get the police involved. It's not to get the police involved." And apparently, she or a person she called up the. The story gets hazy here. Said, yeah, let, let's not. No, 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 no. Let's not get the police. You're right. Let's not get the police. And she reacted maybe a little harsher than or a little more strong and more uh, uh, excitable than what he ex- expected. So in that moment, he's like, well, OK, you're, you're a little bit coming on too strong, I guess. I probably should call the police, so he did. So then he called the police. They got a, a statement or whatever, and then they were like, "All right, this is the we're in the middle of the road. Let's move over to this parking spot." So they were gonna do that, and then apparently, like the woman, instead of going the the obvious way, the obvious way, and I'm talking about the obvious way, she like drives through the grass down this ditch up into the thing, and they're like, the police apparently like just like, what the heck. And then, and then he's like, they they say to Dylan, who um he his car like I said wasn't too damaged, so they were like, so he's like, the police are like to him, 
All right, so uh, you can just go on home if you want because <laughs> they don't know what the heck's going on. And so that woman uh, or people or uh, once again, the story somewhat hazy is probably uh, probably arrested or something. Yeah, that's a that's a not great way to start off your homecoming night. But he was all right. The car is pretty, pretty good in good shape. But, uh, you know, he had to miss, miss dinner. <laughs> uh, hopefully you picked up some McDonald's or something, Dylan, if you're listening to this. Um, I'm sorry that had to happen to you. Uh, we almost crashed right behind him. Um, fun fact, because he was only like four cars, in, oh, three cars in front of us. And there was such a harsh stop that literally we almost crashed. I was probably a good three feet from the car in front of me because uh, I hit the brakes real good. Props to me. All right. Oh, this podcast lasted a little longer than I uh, expected it to be. Thank you for uh, listening to all my rambling today. Um, I'm glad we're back, man. It's been a real stressful ride. Um, I've been busy as heck. I was working on freaking homecoming uh planning i mean i i choreographed the dance i was working on scholarship stuff which uh amen i turned that crap in on friday it was due on friday also so i turned it in literally 40 minutes before the due due uh the deadline i'm proud of myself um uh scholarship stuff what else uh writing my speech for homecoming um what else uh, like I said, I just said planning and stuff, just school and in, in general, like, you know, a couple AB classes trying to trying to really uh, put in that good work against Isaiah Easter himself. Um, uh, that was pretty douchey, huh? Speaking in third person. Anyways, um, so it's just been a lot uh, recently and I'm trying to stay active on chapel committee and uh, keep on getting that uh, that good planning in. And and try to figure out my life for the for the for that matter. Try to make sure that all my crap is in order because I still haven't picked a college yet. And uh, you guys will be uh, some of the first to know uh, once I figure that out. But it's a long ways off. Um, other than that, I mean, we're, I mean we're working hard. Uh, we're living life. And uh, uh, next week I will have probably an uh, actual person who's not only myself on here. So it's a little bit more interesting. Sorry if you stayed this long and wanted a little more riveting stories, but I just wanted to, I just wanted to talk to you guys today, you know, just have a little, little one-on-one time, a little communication, a little talky talk, if you know what I'm saying. But thank you guys for listening. You guys are the absolute best. Those of you who are, you know, stuck, stuck around this long, who still listen to the podcast. Uh, those of you who retweet my tweets, who like my tweets when I, when I, um, when I post, I'm going to be, try to be more active on, on the socials, but, and, and shout out the people who shout me out. Cause man, are you guys dope? Um, I'm really enjoying, I really enjoy this stuff. I just, um, and I'm going to, you know, provide more time for it. And, and as I, as I go and I'm really am like really seriously, but, um, I, I'm just really thankful. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for, uh, being the, uh, the loyal listeners that you are and, uh, the interest, interesting people, um, interesting people are interested is a, a good bit of advice that I got from, uh, from someone a long time ago, but, uh, thank you guys for listening today and, uh, bye.